Today we hear of uh, quite a few characters proximate to the time of the coming of our Savior. The continued characters being, of course, you know, St. Joseph, Mary with the child, with the child Jesus, that's to be sure. But also there's King Herod, the scribes and the chief priests, of whom the location of the long-awaited Messiah is acquired. And of course, the, we hear of the Magi who journey such a great distance to worship and honor the promised King of Israel. One of the lessons we can take from the celebration of the Epiphany comes from, I, say, I suppose, the, the destination and purpose of these wise men, the discovery and meaning of true worship. That's what our Savior is. His destination, our destination to Him, is that discovery, or perhaps be, it is being discovered. Just as the Magi tra travel in hopes to fall prostrate before the King of Kings, every person wants to find something or someone to worship, though they probably wouldn't use the word worship, but at least be consumed by something that gives meaning or purpose. Since we, we ourselves are not the artisans of our own design, naturally, you know, we look either to create the meaning or we, we seek the author of the one who gave us the meaning in the first place. And this goes for all peoples and cultures, whether, whether it's, it's uh, us who, you know, who've been raised in the faith and taught to seek Christ as that meaning, as he truly is, or every person who irresistibly searches to find meaning and purpose in the journey of life who may not have that uh, assumed understanding or grown understanding at that. The very word epiphany means manifestation or, or perhaps more appropriately revelation. As a uh, the wisdom of uh, the wisdom of conversion that came to Saint Augustine, you know, ultimately came down to he who was, you know, so avidly, you know, in search of finding the truth, finding the true logic that you know just, you know, levels every other logic of the world. You know, he, he discovered that no man finds the truth, but the truth finds us. It makes its way to us and dwells among us. You could say that the search comes naturally, but the worship, not so much. As you evaluate the characters of the story in, in Matthew's Gospel, it's apparent that some, some are ready and some, you know, some have a, a kind of respectable understanding of what worship means. The Magi being, of course, them. I mean, the Blessed Mother and St. Joseph are certainly given characters. They, they knew uh, probably the wisdom of what that meant, you know, long before they even saw the face of the Christ child. And the Magi, you know, certainly have a respectable understanding that the first part of true worship means stepping out, stepping out of our own environments, especially comforting environments. 
and that they surrendered to a journey of God knows how many miles. They were not Jewish, by the way. These were pagans, Persians most likely. But those who, in the limited, in the limited capacity that they had, they still, in some way, God's providence gave them a window to know the right direction. They saw the star. It preceded them, led them to, of course, as so the, so the passage in Isaiah says it's right, it's right that all, all princes, all, all nations be led to Jerusalem. To that mountain, to Mount Zion. After all, that's where our Savior's kingship was, was firmly finalized in the cross. But it's, it only goes so far. And I think they, they know that. They go and they, they seek further wisdom. Their limited capacity gets them only so far, but they're humble enough to know to ask for further direction. The Christian life, as we ought to be taught and, and we ought to understand, likewise, is it's not enough to, um, it's not a, enough to simply be knowledgeable or mentally familiar with the precepts of the faith. But as the Magi stepped out, our own journeys towards Christ must be a kind of stepping out of our own selves. Unless we encounter others and worship in practical lifestyles, we've been, that, I mean, these lifestyles that we've been taught by these precepts, then we won't, we won't discover the face of God. If our faith is just an, just an idea, it'll never be love. It'll never be a drama. Some have, you know, some characters in the story we read, you know, realize that as they're not ready for it. Characters like Herod and the scribes in Jerusalem demonstrate an incompatibility, a willingness that's incapable of taking that step. Herod, whose only object of worship has been himself his whole life, even if you don't know the history of Herod, according to the histories of Josephus, a renowned Jewish historian of the, the time right after Jesus, Herod actually, out of paranoia of his own position, his own, his own kingship, actually put to death some of his children because he feared of losing his position. The kind of question that he asked, the, the, the uh, inquiry that he makes of the Magi, tell me, let me know where the Christ child is, that's, that's not faith speaking, that's religiosity. The heirs of faith but ultimately just a ruse, just, just a cover-up to keep his continued worship of himself. And then, unfortunately, as you look further at you know, the, the scribes and the, and the chief priests who provide the, further, the, the additional wisdom that the Magi need to make the final step, you don't hear anywhere in the stories that these chief priests also went in that direction. They know... They, their theology is good. 
They know the truth. They know the location. And even though they hear that something, what you heard that the Messiah is here, you don't, you don't see them going with them. You think they would. But they don't. For what reasons, we don't know. If we're going to have a meaningful renewal of faith in Christmas, there must, especially in the spirit of the new year, there must be a stepping out, some surrender of our old, of our old comfort zones and an adoption of the new callings, the new, the new opportunities that our Savior has placed in front of us. Just like the Magi who know that they must go to Jerusalem, we know that the true wisdom, the wisdom of, our, of our time, the, the, the way in which we can be truly proactive in the Christianity of our times is to look to the mountain, the rock, where the new Jerusalem was built. Our Savior built on this rock His church where He dwells. If we look to the church, we too, like the Magi, will be given further instruction for our day and time. Our church, the bishops and the Holy Father who are called to shepherd us, they don't just hold on to the, the treasures and stories of the past and just kind of hold them close or, or, just, or just, just keep repeating them, but they, they help, to help us to apply. To apply these stories now. And these lifetimes. And furthermore, after, just, just as the Magi, after, after receiving that wisdom, had the freedom to bend the knee to fall prostrate and give true gifts worthy of a king. We too have to be ready to bend the knee and offer true gifts, the only gifts that are worthy of the Heavenly Father, the only ones that He wants. All He wants is His children. All He wants is his family. May this epiphany, this time of manif- this manifestation, this time of renewal, keep us mindful of that. And let's pray for a courage that we take action. May our blessed mother guide us and encourage us and Saint Joseph protect us. Thanks be to God.